welcome to the Digital Gold Dust podcast by Sammy Phillips and Lee Tierney. We're here to share stories of life as a conscious creative, what it means to tell your story online, what makes great copy and design, and all manner of shimmering stuff in between. We're united by our mutual love of people with big missions, making waves in the world, and our frustration at the digital dust we were seeing our clients collecting. Let's open today's pot of gold dust and dive into the episode. Hi, Sammy. Hi, Lee. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm very well. Very excited to be here to kick off our new podcast. I know. It's insane. And from what was just a a quick chat a, a few months ago about this is what's going on how do we how do we fix this to we are starting a podcast yeah I know it's funny you know like they talk about those ideas that kind of just keep coming back you know you put something on the shelf and if it if it keeps coming at you then you kind of have to action it and I feel like that's the more conversations we had the more I was like we need to do something more with this like these these are good conversations you know that are tackling important issues and things that not necessarily you know you hear that much about with running your own business yeah definitely and we are a bit of a pair of chatty cathies when we get together so (laughs) it just makes sense (laughs) and I was like we should put podcast time limits on because we (laughs) could be chatting for a while which and we were talking just before we started recording that this may actually be the hardest podcast for the two of us to record of all the podcasts that we have planned um because we have have the agenda for this podcast episode to talk about who we are what we do and what digital gold dust is all about yeah and it's one of those hardest things isn't it talking about yourself should yeah. be the easiest but not always so okay. yeah and I, I think that forms part of who we are and what we do in that we're both quite introverted mm-hmm. and the same is true for most of our clients that their biggest challenge is getting over the discomfort of visibility and going out loud and proud and talking about what they do Yes, and that's the the loud and proud bit is is the hard thing, isn't it? And when you have someone that's external to that, they can see the shimmer, they can see, you know, where the magic happens in your business and can bring that forward, whereas a lot of people don't feel comfortable putting themselves forward in that light. But obviously that's how you connect with your clients, so they need to see that that shimmer um and the magic and obviously it's that's a real hurdle isn't it for people to to get over so it's it's good that that's your speciality to help help people craft that messaging well that's both of our specialities but in our in our own little way and that's probably where we should be jumping off right now so why don't you go first (laughs) not it (laughs) and tell us well, tell our listeners uh, who you are and what you do. Yeah, so formal introduction then. Um, so I'm Sammy Phillips and I am a brand and web designer. And I craft sort of mission-led websites 
um, that really connect independent business owners and practitioners to their communities. I kind of like to think of it as sort of digital social threads that are, are reaching out to the community, neighborhoods, villages, um, and really kind of, in essence, supporting the well-being of that community in all of its various forms. Gorgeous. And I've seen some of your work and I know that it's beautiful. So yeah. everyone should be using it. And so I guess I should probably say huh, who I am and what I do. Um, I'm Lee Tierney. Hi. I help overwhelmed and frustrated heart-led business owners um, with an aversion to selling generally to attract more of their clients through um, intentional storytelling. I tend to work with coaches, holistic therapists and change makers to create digital sanctuaries for their ideal clients by writing blogs, websites, newsletters and creating lead magnets that support those people in living their own dream lives. Wonderful. Yeah, I think that's the thing, isn't it? Is like living and that's another big common theme of ours is kind of, you know, living your dream life, living life on your own terms and your own version of success and I think that's something that's so nice as we are ourselves you know small business owners solo business owners um, and how we can support our clients who are also the same is um, you know crafting that life whatever that means to you that supports your well-being that supports you know what you want to achieve in your life um that's how kind of one of our one of our common missions we have quite a few common threads <laughs> so I'm sure we'll get into. dogs and coffee being amongst them of course <laughs> <laughs> well yeah and I think that that touches on um something that we chatted about when we first realized that there was something here there was a shimmer here that we needed to explore um and that is I suppose how we got here um because we both kind of came out of the corporate world and had an entirely different view of what we were going to be doing um which was another one of our common common threads so should, should we dive into that maybe yeah I think that's real part of the story isn't it um of how we came to be business owners. Um, do you want to go first? <laughs> it's my turn, isn't it? All right. Uh, so I left my job in 2017, uh, January 2017, actually. Um, so I've been flying solo for five years now, I think. Uh, five and a half. Um, I was working full-time in marketing in the corporate sphere and I left to run my own vegan chocolate business and to set up my nutritional therapy practice because I'd been studying nutritional therapy while still in full-time work and I was freelancing on the side as well because I have been known to be a bit of a perpetual shiny object chaser which is something I've had to work on a lot as a solo business owner to protect my energy and some of the reasons that I left the corporate space were I have my own way of doing things and I want to be able to express myself in life and work and them to not not have to show up as a different person mm. um mm. 
and some of it was about my health, which I think we're going to talk about on a another episode in kind of health stuff as a business owner. Um, but I didn't find that trying to confine myself to the corporate nine to five was working for me, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not end up setting up my nutrition therapy practice. I worked with a few test clients and realized that it wasn't for me. It didn't just wasn't the right path. Um, I did continue the chocolate business for a while and then I added in being an Indian head massage therapist. Why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'd always wanted to learn massage and that was quite, kind of an easy entry to it. So I had an Indian head massage practice right up until COVID hit. Um, and then I did not have a practice anymore. <laughs> yeah, that the whole social distancing would... would... <laughs> Yeah. Be a little difficult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just gonna virtually. Yeah. Just, just not working. Yeah. Um and so I started fo- I focused full time on the copywriting and messaging strand of my income generation. Um and found my love for it again because I kind of fallen out of love with marketing with capital M. Um it felt icky it felt uncomfortable, it felt like hard selling, um, all of those things that give people an aversion to marketing. Um, I felt those things and I, you know, where I'd had my product-based business, I was, I felt like I had to be on social media a lot of the time and stuff like that. So um, I went on a public speaking program and met loads of other heart-led business owners and ended up helping a few of them to tell their stories and realize that that was where I was supposed to be um so there was a bit of an epiphany there and it timed in kind of perfectly with that becoming my one thread um and so now that is what I get to do every day I get to help wonderful people with missions to change the world in their own small ways um, to tell their stories and to be confident and clear and get their message out there. And that's the ideal thing, isn't it? When you can combine something that you love to do, that you're passionate about, with the outcome of serving other people and helping them with their missions. I mean, that's kind of the dream, isn't it? But I think what's really important is that we're talking about the bits that didn't work. And the fact that you have, you know, do still try things. I think my mindset in, in, and I've come to realize was kind of, I'm older, therefore I should know what I'm doing. I should be more settled in things. You know, it's kind of like, you know, if you're coming out of, you know, school, college, university, there's that social expectation that it's okay to try different things and experiment and think, oh, this isn't for me. This is you know whereas I think as you get older and you have more responsibilities and there's more pressure it's kind of it is more difficult because obviously you know the financial implications of that but I think it's a really important part of the journey that not everybody does disclose that like oh I tried this and it didn't work or you know I'm really passionate about this but actually that doesn't work as a career and as you said we have such a common theme in that I mean I've always had a creative background and that's always been the you know kind of center point of my being in a way 
that creativity from when I was two years old I can pick up a pencil you know I've been drawing and painting and crafting and creating and making goodness knows what my poor parents had to put up with um, me appearing with random objects that I'd glued together or whatever um always experiment they're, they're the best decorated fridge I'm sure <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's some like still tucked away in my mum's drawer like these little <laughs> along with the uh, bag of two peas that I gave them for their anniversary to go and buy a meal <laughs> that was before I understood the, <laughs> the value of my... the thought was there the thought was there um but yeah kind of crafting and creating is kind of that's been the right through my childhood and I went to university and did fine art and um and then you know had a bit of a hiatus lived in Australia for a while trying to get into the arts in some way but not really you know it's not an easy profession and sadly through university you get very much ground into kind of you know you can't get a job as an artist or you won't survive (laughs) as an artist this isn't possible and it's there's no there's weirdly there was no kind of real other options that were open but what I did um kind of discover along my way was um working in the auction business and that is actually where I found my first kind of real passion um and thinking as a painter I wanted to do you know work with the picture department you know in the painting teams um and was lucky enough to actually get experience across all departments and that is actually where I really discovered my big passion for Asia and um and Japan in particular and studying that culture history the art is kind of what I was kind of what led me into my career for about 14 13 14 years as an Asian art specialist um and through that actually got to work on marketing obviously you know online sales were were starting to come through and so I kind of moved a lot more into the digital and I knew that was the future and it was exciting time for the business because it's very traditional so that was kind of um working on their website working you know actually ended up running the online sales um for for the Asian art department and thought actually this is I love getting hands-on you know I'm not really a managerial position kind of person um and similar to you you know I work in my own way I like to you know I'm quite independent with how I work um and getting sort of hands-on in the creative you know photo shoots styling looking at new markets all that was really really exciting and kind of and obviously that my creative flair came through there but the as much as the environment was creative, it was uh, very pressurized, a um, lot of expectation. And I really got to a point where I felt frustrated. I felt limited within the structure, the corporate structure of somebody else is telling me my worth and what I'm able to do and where I'm able to go. And I just I just felt like I had to break out of that. you know. And I, I spent a couple of years really kind of battling with, you know, feeling out of place feeling again like having to mold and fit in somewhere um and just knew it wasn't right and so it was actually the the pandemic that gave me that chance to to break free and again where our stories converge is through my own sort of health struggles particularly in that very stressful long hour environment um I had over the years got very interested in gut health and improving my own health and you know looking to the future and how I can support my well-being 
and thought, well, you know, I want to go into nutrition. This is really exciting. I've already, I'm already buying books and reading this. I might as well actually, you know, help others on that journey too. And, um, and very quickly learned that actually, as much as I'm passionate about it and, you know, it's something that I still want to be involved in, it's not the be all and end all. That's, that's not where I should be. And it was really thinking, okay, I, I need that creativity. I'm missing that on a daily basis bringing that in together with the digital but for the kind of wellness professionals and you know the well-being theme um tying everything together to start up the brand and web design so I've been going solo um in my business for just coming up to a year be my first birthday in September um but yeah left my job a year prior to that so I took some time out to kind of really work out what I wanted to do um, and again, it's those things that, you know, you have to try things and it doesn't always work out and you kind of feel bad because you're passionate and you tell everyone I'm doing this, you know, and I left my job with like, I'm going off to do this. And then it was like, oh, actually I'm not, um, but that's okay. And that's a, it's a good thing. So I think it's important for us to share those stories too, as well as, you know, the successes. Yeah. And I think there's a great graphic that you, that I've seen online is, like what people think success looks like and it's 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 a line upwards and what it actually looks like is this massive tangled squiggly what looks like a mess really yeah um, <laughs> yeah. It's just it's squiggly the process. yeah and I think it's really interesting that both of us neither of us have formal qualifications as such to do the work that we're now doing yeah uh, we're both self-taught on the job learned through experience um we've both been through the university system we've both been indoctrinated through it and so now we're obviously and then went through into corporate which is obviously a similar kind of environment in that here's your box and you need to fit within it um and now obviously we're both forming kind of our own pathway to be able to express ourselves more fully and to show up as ourselves fully in the world yeah and I think it's that kind of almost it's almost like a rediscovery really and it was it's I mean I'm sure this would be another whole podcast episode in itself that whole rediscovery process of actually realizing how much you have made yourself conform to other things um and it's exciting but also can be quite overwhelming when you when you have that um when you're you know launching your business and you kind of have this sort of new identity in a way and I think again that's where our work becomes so important to help those other business owners that might not be feeling connected and aligned with their branding the visual representation of their business their messaging and and that's so critical isn't it to actually building that confidence to share your services, your products, whatever you're doing with the world. And that's what we want. We want that change, don't we? It's like the end result is helping more people, you know, their services, whether it's a nutritionist helping somebody with their health condition, whether it's, you know, like saying your, your vegan chocolate brand, you know, that's giving a, a great option for people that, you know, not many years ago didn't exist. Mm. Um, it's, that's the end mission, isn't it, of of 
helping the businesses we work with yeah the people that really need them and obviously if they're too scared or too worried or don't feel like the business you know embodies what they're trying to do then they're never going to get there and um, and that's the biggest heartbreak isn't it absolutely can't bear it can't bear it um dust hence the digital dust which we need to talk about in a second uh but before we do there was something that you touched on there i think we need to dig into a little bit more which is there's another overlap between us here in that we go with the foundations we build from the ground up with our clients and we focus on the who and the why yes they get everything out from there um we established when we first got together for a chat that we go through this same process because Mm. it's the absolute cornerstone um, of being able to go out there with confidence and clarity. So we both start from who is it you are here to serve? What are all of their challenges? What do they dream their life to be? How do you help them? And then why are you doing what you're doing? What are your absolute non-negotiable values yeah what is it that it breaks your heart to see your ideal clients struggling with that they don't need to if you if you could wave a magic wand and make the world a better place what would what would that look like um and they seem I think for us because we're in it all the time they seem kind of a bit uh that you would (laughs) ask these questions but a lot of people are so sucked into their methodology and their qualifications which is kind of coming back to you and I are self-taught and the qualifications is actually kind of irrelevant um to most people's ideal clients um and your how or your five-step process um is generally not as important as why are you doing what are you doing and who who are you here to serve what what's going on for them and I think we established that that takes a lot of the pressure off of our clients when they're coming from that place because it's not even about them anymore really yeah yeah exactly it is kind of you know having the courage to go deep because I think again Mm. you can get very used to not necessarily really digging into that as you say you're kind of you know all the practical things of okay yes I need a website and I need to set up a social media account and I need to do these you can busy yourself with all that quite a lot but actually how often do you sit down and really think about you know that deep why and it's so important in so many businesses I mean you hear Simon Sinek he talks about it so much um and that is it's that emotional piece that is what connects you to your clients and coming back to what we were saying before it can be very hard and overwhelming for people to do that themselves to actually make sure that they are doing that deeper work um sometimes you need that outside person to kind of prod you with those questions and get you really thinking and I know when uh we've talked before it's very easy to be like well I you know I could say like well I build a website you know that helps this person and you'd be like yeah but what's what's the bigger mission like what's so what end goal yeah and what you know it's like what's the end goal and it's like you almost have to give yourself permission to dream that big and it can sound quite cocky when you're like oh yeah you know it's I want everyone to have healthier lifestyles and and have better well-being you know that's a really grand mission and obviously you know 
I'm not responsible for everybody's um, well-being, but, you know, that is what I want for my community. And obviously we all have our own little part to play and it's kind of making sure that you're tapping in to, as you say, the deep roots, your values, why you're doing what you're doing. And that directly connects to that big old mission. You know, what is going to get you out of bed in the morning? What is going to get you through the tough days? Because we all have bad days and you have to remind yourself, don't you, of like, this is why I'm doing it. And also for yourself, your own lifestyle. You know, that is also important, isn't it? That that can, you know, the two marries up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's that's how we ended up having a conversation about digital dust. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I came to you, I think. You might yeah. have to So we've. Oh, actually, we should probably say how we're connected and give a shout out to our mutual mutual friend. Our mutual friend. Um, so you and I had kind of been in the same circles for a while because I'd been a health blogger. <laughs> another one of my shiny objects, I suppose. Um, I'd been a health blogger back in back in the day, um, and had met the very lovely Vicky Schilling, um, with whom. I kind of we started our businesses at the same time um and I then became um someone who ran so I run copywriting clinics in Vicky's membership space and that is how you and I kind of got connected yes yeah shout out to Vicky yeah <laughs> hello Vicky um thank you for bringing us together I think that's um one of the things she'll be proud of that connecting other soulful business owners together um that just shows you doesn't it the power of connection and as as another theme of our podcast of the, the kindred creatives and it's it's finding that those kindred spirits um is so important when you're starting out on your journey so yeah I connected with Vicky um back when I saw her do a talk at the health bloggers community actually I went to one of their events um she was doing a Pinterest, shout out to, I think. Shout out to Fab there, really, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah another connection. Um, and, yeah, I, I um, had some business coaching with her because I knew I wanted to sort of transition. as like, okay, how do I get from this corporate world into sort of launching my business? Um, and was part of her community. Um, so that is where, um, yeah. I saw your amazing work firsthand and still do um, of how you help all those passionate people actually get their message across. Yeah, I love those copywriting clinics. They're the highlight of my fortnights. <laughs> um, so then we ended up having this chat where we established that we had all of these common threads. Um, it was a bit uncanny, wasn't it really? Um, yeah. And I said to you, that I'd had enough of my clients doing all of this amazing work with me, getting really clear on their who and their why, going away with their ideal clients, their mission statement, all of the pages for their website written for them, blog posts ready to load, all of it ready to go up, and then just gathering digital dust somewhere yeah, because they either dust. hadn't accounted for 
these are very different specialisms building a website and writing a website um or they'd kind of thought oh yeah well I'll be able to do that myself um and then you know life or business got in the way or the fact that actually they didn't really know what they were doing yeah it can be so overwhelming yeah so it kind of they they then just the copy just sat somewhere in the ether um never getting used and that just I obviously want my clients to get loads of value out of our work together and I can't bear the thought of them doing all of that work making that investment and then never using it which is why you and I ended up having that that initial conversation yeah and it's obviously it was important to both of us that we had the similar values we were working with similar clients that we knew that this actually would work as a partnership because we'd be attracting similar people and therefore we've already got that kinship and therefore working together means that and as you say we come from a the very very similar place of doing the deep work and the who and the why um that actually we've got complementary services that can support each other and and really help our clients because it streamlines the whole process for them um you know I can build the website and I can make it look nice. And obviously that is all underpinned with the strategy and the SEO and all the technical stuff that that helps get you found. But if the words you're using are not connecting, it doesn't matter how pretty your website is, you need both. And it is quite unfair to actually expect your client to be able to come up with those words on their own because it's it's a hard thing. You know, it's, it really is. Um, and obviously with us working together, we, we we know how each other works. So it just makes that process so much easier. Yeah, absolutely. And that is how we came from digital dust to digital gold dust. Yeah, exactly. That little sprinkling of gold to really make everything shine. Oh, I would say the internet looks brighter with your business on it. I do so love that line it's a good one isn't it because it is and that's you know yeah it just embodies everything and and that positivity and having businesses that are supportive and collaborative rather than you know my background the business environment I came from was very combative and um you know it was it was a difficult environment to be in and that wasn't my nature so i'm 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 all for collaboration over competition yeah love it and i think we're gonna probably have an episode dedicated to that topic at some point in the future um we probably should share a little bit about some of the topics that we are going to be covering to keep people coming back for more I think yes yeah yeah it's probably quite, <laughs> quite an in-depth and long-ish introductory <laughs> episode <laughs> but hopefully interesting for people so we are going to talk about um what it means to work with other kindred creatives um how to stop accumulating digital dust how to show up like a real human online, which 
tends to be an issue. Um, how to build and run a business in the slow and steady fashion, how to do it on your own terms, how to work um, as a cycle conscious creative um, and all of the stories and things that light us up and that bring a little more shimmer and joy into the world. Yeah. And I think, you know, as we've both mentioned, you know, our kind of own health journeys play a role in how we've ended up with the businesses we have and how we work with the people that we do. And I think that is something that isn't necessarily talked about. There's a lot of, you know, yeah, you know, entrepreneurialism and solo life and, you know, small biz gang, um, which is great. And I'm all for that. It's fantastic. Um, But the reality is that, you know, it's hard working in a business on your own. And there are days when you don't feel your best. And if you do have a health condition, um, it's important to build a business that works with that, not against it. And I think we're not used to that environment because we are used to that structure of, you know, nine to five and this, that and the other and the pressure and that kind of thing. And it can feel quite alien to actually think, well, no, my well-being does need to come first. I can only show up better if I take care of myself. And that is a very long ongoing learning process but I think that is a conversation that I'm really looking forward to having with you because I think um not enough people share that and I've come across a lot of other creatives and a lot of other businesses where you know it wasn't obvious from the outset but then when you talk to them they they have their own struggles and they have their own um things to deal with and I think it's it's I've always enjoyed conversations with those people about how they manage their time how they manage working with clients when they're not always feeling their best so I think yeah that will be an important one yeah definitely um and I think that kind of speaks to this podcast is not going to be super polished (laughs) (laughs) our you know our businesses aren't super polished we're still learning as we go and the whole point of this is to share what we learn as we continue on this very squiggly wiggly journey. I was, I was about to say our squiggly journeys. I love a squiggly journey. It's <laughs> so much more interesting. Who wants to go direct? You gotta go the scenic route. <laughs> Every time. There's always more trees that way. Exactly. Exactly. Better view. Better view. Yeah. So to sum up, we have got tons to talk about because as everyone now knows, we are a pair of chatty Cathy's when we get together. Um, We've got so many common threads um, and things that we share in terms of values and the way that we approach our work and kind of clients that we serve. And so we're really here to just shed a bit more light on that digital gold dust rather than letting people continue to gather nasty digital dust no exactly and and make sure that yeah they're connecting with with their clients in the right way and sharing all the wonderful work they do with the world absolutely so thanks so much and until next time yeah looking forward to the next one uh, take care Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Digital Gold Dust podcast. 
We're sure you took away a smidgen of shimmer from this one. We'd be ever so chuffed if you'd join our circle of subscribers. Do hit the subscribe button to keep up with our latest conversations. If you've thoughts to share about this topic or you'd like to get in touch with either of us about our work, you'll find our contact details in the show notes. And if you're a purpose-led brand keen to spread the word by becoming a sponsor of the Digital Gold Dust podcast, of course, we'd love to hear from you. Until next time, stay golden.